Hey there, this is Dan from Big Grande, and if you're hearing my voice right now, that means you're on the Big Grande Presents free feed. This episode is a free sample of a full season that you can buy on our website, biggrandewebsite.com. You can head there to find seasons of The Teacher's Lounge, Exit 42 and Exit 43, Holidays at the Mall, and much, much more, including our live comedy special filmed in front of an audience in Los Angeles, live on set, animated material, merch, and all that jazz. It's BigGrandeWebsite.com. Thanks for listening here, and thanks for supporting, and thanks for being a friend. Dear Lord, (laughs) it's me, (laughs) Moisha Epstein of the Preacher's Lounge from Christians for Jesus. And today, I want my prayer to not be about me, but about you. How are you, Lord? I'm praying that in these tough times, you're taking some moments for yourself, self-care, meditation, Go on a walk and remember that outside is nice. You built it. Why not enjoy it? It's one of the lessons I've learned with some of my projects ever since I've had a little more free time. My Christian nine candle holder, my Christian tiny Frisbee hat on the back of my head. And of course... My Christian irritable bowel syndrome that I've been dealing with. <laughs> we need to learn to appreciate things, Lord, and I hope that you are doing it too, because you're a hardworking person. And amen to the Lord taking a little break for themselves. Amen. Man. Lord, <laughs> it's me, Butch Davidson. We talk all the time, so I'm not going to... I'm not going to do any of those pleasantries or anything, but uh, just wanted to say thank you so much for uh, the beautiful weather you've given us, the uh, you know the lack of rain. As you know, in the recent weeks, the roof boards on my house have uh, been rotting away, so bad rain uh, could have caused a lot of trouble. And um, <laughs> I just wanted to let you know. The timing of this weather is really perfect, and it's just proof of your existence, Lord. Uh, every night when I'm laying there on my bed, uh, looking up through the hole in the ceiling uh, at those beautiful stars you've put in the sky, I'm I'm appreciative, Lord, that I'm not getting rain, sleeted, snowed on because of your love and your uh, complete understanding. Lord, I want to thank you, as always, for the bountiful gifts you've given me, the fact that my children and wife are happy by all accounts, and uh, that I myself am learning uh, to be better for them with each passing day. In Jesus' name, Mm. Mm. I pray, and amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord, it is I, Quentin Rush, and I want to come to you and I want to say thank you 
for bringing me back from my lowest point. As we all know, I recently was humiliated when I was caught in an airport bathroom selling pirated DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> I strayed from you, Lord, when I realized that you could find Pixar films on the internet for free, DVD-R them, and sell them for $20. I would throw them down on a towel so I could grab them up quick in case the authorities saw me. A lot of people said, why in an airport bathroom? Nobody's even walking by there and can see. But I promise you, people in the airport, in the bathrooms, are looking for trouble. I want to thank my wife and children for standing by me during this time. And I want to thank my congregation for slowly returning when I said I had repented. <laughs> thank you Lord and and also I want to thank you for the new pulpit that you so graciously provided me I do feel like now I can do a better sermon because I have a USB C on the back of it. thank you Lord Amen Man. Amen. Amen. Amen you heard him Lord, in your name we pray. My name is Lindsey Gold. It's been a while since I've talked to you directly. Mm. And I have to apologize. For I have been distracted by the otherworldly, or should I say, worldly <laughs> temptations <laughs> of golf <laughs> hanging out in the clubhouse mm. and just jawing with my foursome. Lord, I don't know why you have made golf a Sunday activity <laughs> as well as church if you didn't want me to get out there and hit the links. But Lord, I thank you for your support. I thank you for my new ping zing <laughs> wedges, <laughs> irons, and of course, the vintage Big Bertha in mint condition <laughs> that I found at a local garage sale. Lord, you did not give me the strength in my shoulders, but you put it in the head of my club, and I am so mm. gracious. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Oh, with that, fellas. Oh, Should we get into it? Beautiful prayer. Let's do it. Mass is out. And the coffee's on I got a couple sins on my chest That I got to get on Grab me some grace And pour me a cup of that joe Welcome to the preacher's lounge Baby, let's pray Thank you all, folks, for tuning in to... The Preacher's Lounge today, special edition. Because, folks, that's exactly what it is. The reason 
for this season. You're all wondering what that is. And that is our Lord Jesus Christ. Tease it out. Tease it. I'm teasing it out, Mm -hmm. folks. Us preachers, you know, uh, the Preacher's Lounge podcast typically is sort of about anything and everything that's going on. You know what I mean? But these, uh, these days, we've all got one thing on our mind, and that is the life and times of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we thought, instead of... The times. <laughs> the life also and the times. Time. Yes. Well, mostly times. his times. Really his times. We thought, why not narrow that focus a little bit and come together and provide a few little lessons for all y'all mm. folks out there who maybe don't know the full story of Jesus Christ. So in this four-part mini-series, you could call it, myself, Butch Davidson, and my three co-hosts will walk you through the four phases of Jesus' times. Mm. His birth, his life, his death, and of course, Yikes. what'd you say? His cakes? Yikes. The death oh, was scared. The death scared me. The de- and of course, oh. his cakes will be part of all four. <laughs> we'll at some point well, talk about his cakes. Well, a lot of people didn't know about his cake yeah. business. Yeah. A lot we'll of get people into it. didn't know. But of course, the fourth episode will then sort of round things out with uh, mm. the holiday we are all celebrating here, Easter, which sort of commemorates uh, Jesus' resurrection with, of course, mm. a bunny. And candy, which does not That's right. directly correlate to the resurrection. But by the time this series is over, I think we may be able to draw that yep. line for you folks. We're going to make a big case for the bunny <laughs> in this mini series. I, I would say the bunny. Religious. Yes, the bunny is our Adnan, I would say. And yes. by the end of this, I think we'll have kind of shown you that the bunny deserves to be uh given a little more respect uh-huh. and i of course we'll be focusing again on the cakes i don't want to leave this by the wayside <laughs> jesus turning water into buttercream yes yes uh yes. the the lord's multi-tiered fish cakes that got him crucified <laughs> some say rightfully so <laughs> yeah well I'll if just say once we get into the cake, actual you going to get up on the cross. <laughs> once we get into the actual details of the last supper folks, I think a lot of things will become clearer. But that is down the line. Today today's His episode is very was a bad spread. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I'll tell you every day I thank God it happened. Because yeah. if he wouldn't yeah. have made right. the spread, we would if not Jesus have had seen been, how yes. special he was. If he had been a better entertainer, and he had provided everything that his guests had wanted. Perhaps he never would have been betrayed. Perhaps he never would have been. Well, the last supper was apparently come having had, <laughs> which which is unbelievable. Supposedly finger foods supper. and snacks. They said. <laughs> but of course, that we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah, here, guys. Yeah. Because today's episode, the birth. of course, we want to focus on. The birth of Christ. A lot of people, you know, this story is a story that's been immortalized in various different uh, sort of things. Cinema, television, action figures, you know, everybody's seen the birth of the nativity. Do you all have the, the birth of Jesus uh, Funko Pops? 
If you don't, folks, yeah, check I, out the Funko I'm just, store. I'm just missing the two donkeys from the manger scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw your manger scene, and I think one of them is Donkey from Shrek. <laughs> yeah, I got Donkey from Shrek, and I got a little placeholder there. Uh, I have one of the Chick-fil-A cows. <laughs> so your manger scene is a Funko Pop of Baby Jesus, Donkey from Shrek, and a cow that says, eat more chicken spelled improperly. Hey, that's, that's right. still Christian. That's that's a Christian company, and that's mm-hmm. all right. That's it enough. It is. It is. Uh but as you all know, I, of course, we, we introduce ourselves in the prayer, but I'm Butch Davidson. Uh, I, I recently uh, started Davidson Home Church, which is a, a church uh, that I run out of my home. Uh, first what a come, beautiful first project. Beautiful project. Uh, yeah. Now, Butch, I've let me got- ask you this. Um, a lot of people uh, watch home church. It, it, the home is about where they are from, and they go live the the pastors go live from their church but you mm-hmm. moved your preaching to home and yes. your congregation still comes in and watches you on a screen is uh, that true <laughs> yeah i uh i have a sort of computer set up uh, I'm actually using it right now. Uh, I'm, I, I, right. I have this computer set up. Everybody sort of comes in, sits in the living room. I throw my uh, sort of virtual uh, self to the living room TV. Uh, and because I want the experience to be more casual. It has nothing to do with the fact that, uh, you know, people started being uh, sort of feeling sorry for me and, 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 and eventually stopped coming to church because they said that my stories made them feel too depressed. It has nothing to do with that and everything to do with the fact that I want to make church comfortable again. You know, I want people mm-hmm. to come in, relax, sit on the couch, have a cup of sweet tea, uh, drink uh, or eat a couple cookies, maybe have a little breakfast with their uh, their friends and, and I'm family. Gonna put, just to, as you tell this story, a few asterisks next to the words you're saying. So couch, asterisk. <laughs> Not quite yet. Okay. Cookies asterisk, sweet tea asterisk. I have seen the blueprints for your church, and it looks like it will one day be very comfortable. But right now, it's a construction site. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna define at the bottom of the page what the asterisk means, and it means pile of leaves (laughs) for all three. Right. Well, as I as I got into during the prayer, uh, you know, haven't had the money for the necessary renovations on the house. Uh, so, uh, what you could say I'm sort of housing my church in is a sort of, uh, floorless shack, uh, that sort of mm-hmm. a single room, uh, and I broadcast, uh, from what most people would consider an outdoor, uh, bathroom area. Uh, you all remember I'm, it. You saw it featured on Extreme Home Bullzo- Bulldozer. Uh, <laughs> That's right. I was in the pilot episode of Extreme Home Bulldozer. <laughs> Uh, and they actually stopped halfway. So that's a that uh, that show is a bulldozer operator that goes around and they pitch him things uh, that he wants to knock over, and he chose yeah, you know, or not, yeah, or not, yeah. yeah. Or he not. gets to decide. He gets to choose between three homes, and he decides. A lot of which episodes one. he didn't bulldoze anything. He says <laughs> yeah. no to all three. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's very uh, picky. <laughs> yeah, but he saw my house and he said, "Oh yeah, this is the one." Um, but Someone. again, he got, ha- he got halfway finished, uh, and then, uh, they, they decided to pull the plug on the episode. 
Uh, for reasons outside mm. of my knowledge, they didn't tell me anything. They just half bulldozed my house and then didn't they even fill picked you up in. and left. Didn't even fill, fill me in. I guess they got the <laughs> so footage they, they needed. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't tell you halfway through why they didn't bulldoze the rest of your house. You were nope. devastated. Nope. Yeah. So they ripped uh, off your garage, but then just left everything else like it was. Yes. And you were behind gone. that big curtain for the reveal for seven days, right? Yeah, I was. The curtain they brought uh, in a little you know, early. Yeah, they brought in a little a little camper van that I sort of slept in out in the backside of the property uh, with a curtain between me and the house. I couldn't see it for seven days. Apparently, on day two, at about 3 p.m. in the afternoon, they quit and they left. I stayed in day the two. camper van. Yeah, I stayed day in the camper two. van doing confessionals for the full seven days. And I come out, uh, seven days go by, and I'm thinking, okay, the host has got to come in here and tell me to come check out the property at some point. Host never uh-huh. comes in. I finally just decide, you know what? I'm just going to take a peek. I don't want to spoil it, but I just want to take a peek, see what's going on. Step out of the camper van, uh, peek through the curtain, as I used to do at my church, just to see if the church was packed. Uh, and uh, I look out the curtain, and uh, there's a bulldozer sort of pulled in. The garage is gone. The wall connecting the garage and the house is half mm-hmm. down, a bulldozer sort of stuck in it as if it no. stopped mm. mid-bulldoze, and it's a ghost town, Mercy. folks. And I don't understand. I, and, but and then I'm the, host, the host the, the, the host comes back, and the, if you've seen the show, the host is Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he did stun you when you saw the whole... <laughs> <laughs> Not even well, on camera, he, right? No, 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 no. He came back because he forgot his keys, I guess, and uh, saw me looking around the house... <laughs> Saw me looking around the house, uh, kicked me in the gut, gave me a stunner, gave me two middle fingers, and then uh, he mm. drove off in wow. his big truck. And folks, wow. I, a lot of people would say this, yeah. and that's exactly what I was going to say, Moisha. I was going to say a lot of people would say that this is this is a, a bad thing, but I've 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 chosen to look at this as an opportunity, much like Mary when she mm. found herself pregnant with the seed of the Lord. Yes. Looked at that as an opportunity, not to be afraid, oh, not to not to look to the future and say, mm-hmm. "How am I going to handle this?" She said, "I'm going to take on this responsibility, whatever yep. it may mean, and and a better day will come." And that's exactly how I'm feeling. Well, then today, at first Craig. she wasn't even sure. She just knew my belly is full. I have a bump, and whatever mm-hmm. this is, I'm going to take care of it. She and didn't even know it was pregnancy at first. In the words mm-hmm. of Book of Matthew, Mary was stuffed, and she thought she had eaten <laughs> yes. too much. And lo, she kept saying, oof. <laughs> I think Until I need a bismol Lord. <laughs> yes, a Pepto-Bismol, Lord. Lord. For eight months, she walked around looking for a Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Yeah, which of course is the old the old timey medicine. A lot of people don't know Pepto Bismol is mm-hmm. based on an ancient uh, man, an ancient, a man Pepto Abismal. Yes, <laughs> it's a man named Pepto Abismal, and he would go around and he would he would look at you and he'd say nausea, heartburn, upset stomach, indigestion, or diarrhea. <laughs> yes, and he was he had a. Skin condition, he was very pink. Oh, you all know Pepto Abysmal. It's who Santa Claus is based off of. <laughs> and the medicine. Yes. And, and the medicine. And, yeah. 
Uh, and, and but and, even and Pepto, course, a Pepto was like, I don't know, Mary, you got to quit coming in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. He kicked her and, out. Uh, it's true, and and they say uh, they say a lot that and moment she went when down, Mary finally she looked, she went down, and of course visited Maulanta. <laughs> yes, she went Ma- to Great Mount Maulanta. <laughs> she went to see Ty Lennel. <laughs> she saw Ty Lennel. Ty Lennel. Ty Lennel. And Ty Lennel uh, didn't even do with gastrointestinal He said, well, are you in pain? What is this? And she said, no, just a little uncomfortable. He said, I can't help you with that. Uh, Yep. And then, and then. Well, we all know the book of Tums. Tums. Yes. And there's a bunch of different Tums because that's how they got that song. Tum, to tum, tum, Tums. That's one of them saying Tums once. It's that's like based the on the Bible. Yes. It is uh, based on the Bible. <laughs> that's all, all your indigestion medications are based on the Bible. I mean, as is everything else, folks. I mean, if if it's here, the Lord made it. The Lord know? made so, it. So look down at your foot. That's now, speaking of the Lord making things, as we're kind of uh, easing people into re-meeting us, if they're not familiar with our Preacher's Lounge uh, podcast, mm-hmm. Lindsay, um, you, speaking of the Lord making things, you have switched Dogleg Methodist to an Eighth-Day Adventist where you're trying to invent add another Sunday so you can both do golf and church. That's mm-hmm. right. Are you That's suggesting right. the Lord actually wanted eight days in the week? Well, that... We've been doing some thinking over here, and that's what it feels like. You know, we've just been opening ourselves up to the Lord's Prayer and asking what He wants us to do, and He definitely wants me to preach, and so I'm doing mm-hmm. it. But it feels like He definitely wants us to golf as well, and so we're also doing it. So we're doing preaching on Sunday afternoons. We've turned mm-hmm. Sunday mornings into golf, mm-hmm. and then we're doing Mondays, a little more morning preaching. Mm. And then afternoon golf. Oh, so you're still getting two days of each, and you just don't work the one work day anymore. (laughs) So, (laughs) so it wasn't do church on one Sunday and then golf on the next Sunday. It was golf both of those Sundays. You gotta get golf on both because again, the Lord made it. Or do church and then golf all that next day, and then take Monday off and golf then. Yeah. I mean, as long as you get eight hours of church and eight hours of golf in, you're fine. And and a, and a round of golf is about four hours. So uh-huh. you know, you do you do one Sunday afternoon, of course, after you've had your daily church donut. Well, mm-hmm. daily for me, but Sunday for most. <laughs> and uh, and then after that, you go hit the links, of course. And then Monday, yeah. you call off work. Hopefully, we'll get that change. You won't have to call off anymore. You go to your golf in the morning. So right now, everyone at your church. Every single Monday is calling in yet again and be like, well, if hey, they're I'm a, still if they're, not coming in. If they're a golfer, yeah. I mean, you don't right. all have to, but, uh, you know, that's what we believe. And this and, isn't – go ahead, go ahead. And, and, and Lindsay, we're all, as uh, as pastors, trying to find new ways to bring people into the Lord and attract them into the church. And Amen. you have found a method that is really – having people run to your uh uh your that's right your sermons and you are offering a sort of uh uh a handicap so how close <laughs> are you to jesus mm-hmm. and if you are saved you par mm-hmm. 
And if you are a little bit further down, say you got a couple of sins that week, mm-hmm. you're maybe a seven or eight handicap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and what are you calling people below par if somebody is like sh- shooting a 68? They're very close to God. They're very close to God. We call them a scratch prayer. Scratch prayer. <laughs> a scratch prayer. They don't have to do anything else on their God game. They're getting pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and yeah, they're they're doing well. I, I uh, you know, we'll visit each other's churches and just uh, experience each other's sermons and everything. I went mm-hmm. and gave um, confession to you, uh, and you gave me a mulligan for the week, which was very great because there was well, some stuff on there I didn't know if I was going to be forgiven for, and you said that's a mulligan. You didn't seem happy with your confession, so I wanted to give you another shot at it. And of right. course, you stepped right into the booth and ripped a long <laughs> confession right down the well, the fairway. Also, oh, I haven't one. found right. a new word, a whole new word and, for that yet. And now, Lindsay, I'll say one of these things: the the word going around town of the most attractive sort of new practice at Dogleg mm. is you've now switched out communion, so it's no longer uh, it's no longer a wafer and grape juice. It is a hot dog and a Bud Light. Absolutely, but yeah. you don't get it. You don't get it until the ninth prayer. You, you right. got to get halfway through the day, and then at the turn that we're calling it, you get a hot dog and a Bud Light, and that's your and communion. I, I do want to say because I was I was at your uh, church last Sunday, just you know, experiencing each other's sermons, and and I appreciate that. I do you the cart girl? Yes. Now, do you always have the cart girl there? Well, if it's a hot day, then yes, absolutely. You know, if it's there's not a ton of room, there's not a ton of room down there at the front for that that golf cart. (laughs) Yeah, it's a tough situation once she gets to the front up to the pulpit. It's fine when she kind of cruises down the aisle, you know, handing stuff out, but. Once she gets to the top, she kind of has to do a little Austin Powers turnaround in the front, and, and that can be a little bit distracting. And it's the same you know? elderly woman on the Oregon, and she went over my toes a few times with the cart, I will say. I think she's still kind of getting her buried. Would you like me to tell her? Would you like I don't think it know? would help. I think it would just make her feel guilty. Um, okay. But yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I see what you guys are pointing out. You know, I, I, I think sometimes in our work, people can get a little bit sort of self-satisfied. And I don't know how the church is supposed Preach. to run. I'm not inventing it. You know, I'm just listening to what the Lord is saying. So the Lord speaks to me through golf, and that's where we're taking our uh, our lesson from. We obviously have a church pro that we've yeah. invited in to, <laughs> to help people, uh, you know, with their game, yeah. with their prayer. We also have started a pro shop. Where people can uh, Love get their gear, you know, their hats, their little yeah, uh, they can buy like a shirt, a, a short sleeve shirt that's pretty silky, and somehow it's short sleeve, but it goes down to your wrists. <laughs> <laughs> I love that's exactly that. right. That's exactly I love right. That. And I love the two quiet, respectful announcers that announce over your sermon. They're very Thank you so much. I mean, it is bringing in a certain type of crowd, but the numbers are mm-hmm. up in the congregation. Highly, we are wow. getting a lot of older white men coming mm-hmm. in here, really vibing with the church. People smoking a lot of cigars. In well, and the- business is at an all-time high. That's mm, business. <laughs> People doing business at the church like crazy. I mean, that's hey, that's great. That's great. That's great. I'm happy for you, Lindsay. It's nice to see a boom over there at Dogland. Hey, I appreciate had, that. Y'all had ups and downs. It feels like 
feels like a, a nice upswing is is good for you guys. Uh, That's right. Yeah, <laughs> a little influx of population, a little influx of income. You can really uh, do with your church what you've always wanted to do, which is, uh, you know, make it a destination. So I, I'm happy for you, bud. A lot of preachers that. and pastors are competitive with each other. But for us, a rising tide raises all ships to heaven. Anyone right. who is finding the Lord through any of us four, to me, that is a win win chicken din situation hey we and, all work at the same we all work for the same boss if you know what i mean that's right Moisha, i i want to congratulate you on your uh noah's ark exhibit thank you so yeah we did an installation of noah's ark um mm -hmm. because we i feel like that story well what happened is i bought a zoo <laughs> <laughs> Of course. Well, you made a, a terrible financial decision Not and great. you said, Lord, how do I turn this into a positive? And Walk that night, us. wouldn't you know, you dreamt about the Ark exhibit. And I said, he spoke to me. He said, yep. take mm -hmm. some of your flamingos and put rhinoceros things on them because I don't have to of every animal. So <laughs> So now, but a you lot got of people a lot, say you got a lot of certain kind of animals. A lot of flamingos, a lot of lizards, <laughs> a lot of spiders. So you didn't really buy a zoo. You sort of bought a zoo surplus. Is that you right? bought? Yeah. yeah, you bought like. A, <laughs> yeah, I think we can really call a spade a spade here. Up, yeah, a flamingo exhibit. They kind of been overrun, right? <laughs> They couldn't stop yes. the flamingos but from the mating, truth of this and you got the yes. runoff, and you're calling it a zoo yeah. and now making it into a two-by-two arc. Here's my advice for everyone. <laughs> a zoo's not a purchase to be made online. Go there, check it out, <laughs> make sure that it's what you're expecting, <laughs> because they can sell you on it in the right. in the flowery wording, and then you see it in person, and it's like, oh, I got a lemon, uh, or in my case, yeah. six six. 132 flamingos and the refuse uh, involved with them, which is there's some. Well, you have that ended to run there. the Zoomax. Yes. You have to run the Zoomax. That's what I, that was because the you got to get the zoo identification number because if that thing yeah. has been uh, not maintained, it's going to leave you hanging. And uh, yeah, I didn't run the Zoomax. I got uh, you know <laughs> I lost the Lord's wisdom and I got a little overconfident because i've been flipping zoos since uh probably oh three oh four and i thought this yeah. was going to be the gold mine for me but i took a negative turn into a positive so come on down and see noah the flamingo and, <laughs> and a lot of people think his feathery pink you cast a person as noah well, you, had to use it. you got so many flamingos. The flamingos well, he shaved male pattern baldness into this one flamingo's head, and he's got it up there on the mast driving it. We all know Noah was bald. Uh, yeah. And so. Well he, know, well, he tried to pretend like he wasn't in that one Bible verse where Noah swears he didn't get plugs. Yeah, no, you got two of every plug up there. That's what I'll say. <laughs> But, well, why is Noah on a boat by himself with all the animals instead of a lady right. or some buddies? That's right. It's because he's bald. That's he's weird. He's ashamed and Noah's, he's running away. Noah's weird. Which is the we story. We always <laughs> said this. The story he, is, what's he doing out there without, without women? 
What are you doing by yourself on the ark, you weirdo? Bunch of animals and no hair up there. So you want all these animals to have sex, but you, you're you not bringing anyone around for you? I think cool, you missed Noah. the number one point from God here, can I, you weirdo. Can I, say, can I say, this is the one part of the Bible that I really don't like. Mm. Yep. I really mm. don't like this part of the Bible. doesn't seem to go with everything else. The Noah's Ark part? The, him being a yeah, weirdo? Yeah, who's and- this Noah guy being all weird with all the animals? I don't know if weird. I subscribe to that. Well, uh, I mean, then you're not going to like the true story of Noah, uh, uh, Noah and the weirds, which is what we're doing at the zoo. <laughs> exhibit but but come on down it's it's a Noah's. is it a zoo exhibit or is it a noah's ark exhibit? i misspoke it is a zoo exhibit but i'm selling it as a noah's ark exhibit and so it's okay. got the hardest part is figuring out which of the uh flamingos are too far gone and too feral to be around humans because <laughs> these flamingos really uh they well they lost their minds and they got used to being in nature and so they freak and they stink and it's it's <laughs> It's been a real learning experience, which is, again, why I've discovered to discover the joy and the beauty and to take care of myself. I'm meditating. uh, I'm doing uh, yoga, Mm. you know. Very Eastern approach. Yeah, I'm I'm applying. As someone who um, was born too Jewish and converted to Christianity, I feel that you can pull parts of every religion into your teachings and your practice. And so that's what I've been doing. Um, wow. And you come on down, um, pet the uh, co- come and pet the pink gorilla, um, and, uh, <laughs> and some people calling him the thin gorilla as well. Is that right? We're getting thin gorilla. We're getting uh, gorilla with wings. <laughs> gorilla eating a lot of shrimp. Yeah, flamingo gorilla is standing on couple. one leg while it sleeps. <laughs> Well, hey, I appreciate you, Moisha, for all the ways that you are trying to educate both us, your congregation, everybody. But speaking of education, I would like to keep learning about the the conception here, Jesus's birth. And I think we have a guest here to talk about it, don't we? We do. Uh, We do. We do indeed. You know, folks, the the whole point of this series uh, is to, um, you know, enlighten people who maybe don't know the the true stories, the the intricacies of uh, Christ's life. Uh, And today, uh, I'm honored that we were able to secure such a uh, a knowledgeable and uh, sort of wonderful guest. Honestly, uh, someone we've all looked up to for a long time for their understanding of uh, the sort of... A real theologian. Yes, a, a real theologian. Uh, yes. I think I think you if the term theologian uh, was invented to describe uh, this person, uh, and they're here to discuss with us uh, the sort of uh, immaculate conception and and the events surrounding Jesus's birth, uh, and that is none other than theologian and biblical scholar Tamson Popples. Tamson, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, thank you, Butch. It's a pleasure to be here with fellow Christians and talking about God and how he does his stuff. And now exactly how he does his stuff is exactly the the you are a true theologian. I, I love the theologian, of course, for people who don't know. Theologian comes from Theo, that's God, and then Loja yeah. is Robert Loja, who who was an old actor who looked like God, 
and actors speak, and I speak on God. Wow. I see. Wow, I that's amazing, that. Tamson. I love how you break down words to their uh, the pieces, almost the mm. Latin, where they come from. So you almost, really know almost. so close <laughs> to the Latin. I'm get, I, I feel like I'm on the razor's edge. I'm I'm in danger of falling over into the Latin sometimes. Now, Tamsin, you are so close. You are. You are so close to speaking Latin. I feel like you know that feeling when you're in the, when you're in the kitchen chair and you're tipping over and you you get it like you. You balance yourself, so you're just yes. you're just perfectly mm-hmm. like you feel like you're flying, and then <laughs> yeah. all, then you go a little bit too far, and you yeah. get that feeling like uh oh, I'm about to it's get a jostle. You get jostled. <laughs> yep, you get that jostled. Tamson, that, that you are one of the smartest tense, people I have yep. ever That's met. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm accredited with being smart from. Um, uh, 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 I went to I went to college, of course, to pers- mm-hmm. to get a degree in <laughs> theologianism, which I did do, and I have it hanging yeah. on my mm-hmm. wall. And so, yeah, so it wasn't what, yeah, seminary. So, what, what, no, it was <laughs> not. No, catechism. <laughs> Who? No. Who? It was that. Huh? I went to I went to a biblical college. It was not a seminary because I was not seeking right. a life. I, I'm not like y'all. Like y'all are men of the cloth, and I am merely a man who loves speaking on God. And I wanted to know all about him, all the trivia. And so I went to <laughs> I went to a biblical college to learn biblical things and how God does do his stuff. Yeah. Now, now, Tamson, I. Just recently read your book, Why All the Ends Were Full, a portrait of Bethlehem yeah. the night the Lord was born. That's and right. I <laughs> loved it. Thank you. Uh, yes. It's a real I nail really, biter, isn't it? It is. If you don't you know, really? if you don't know that at the end Jesus Christ is born, you're reading that book like, what's gonna happen? And not to exactly. mention, you, it, it's got kind of a um, a Ready Player One feel where like Norman Bates <laughs> is in it. Yeah. Like a lot of characters that we know from pop culture show up at the All end. your faves. All your faves are in there. And when it comes out in the paperback, we're going to put WandaVision in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so smart. See, you are so smart to get everybody interested. Yeah, right because now. Because everybody knows the old story. Exactly. They need the fresh stuff. Yeah, so you have to see it through a different lens. Because we live in a modern time where people, they they will use different threads in a garment. They will eat shrimp. <laughs> so we are we are living in an age where things are different. And so you need, in order to, to relearn the old stories, what we need to do is put modern people in there. So that's why my right. book goes up to, I worked on it for years. Uh, it does include Kramer from Seinfeld. Um, <laughs> it, it, who is it? <laughs> He's and, a big character and, in there. He's and big. we should he, he d- and we should we should say sorry. I just to clarify for the audience, huh? you're huh? you're not making up what? a new story. You're huh? you're you're simply uh-huh. using sort of 
cultural figures that everybody's aware of to tell the to tell the real story. It, so, that's exactly so it, right, Butch. Yeah. It, what I'm doing is I'm taking the story of Jesus Christ and his birth and his parents and such, and what I'm doing is I'm putting in people from TV and the movies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I loved that uh, 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 Kramer was one of the wise men. Yeah. Uh, and he showed up with, instead of frankincense, he had pita chips. Yeah. And he comes in, he makes a big Modern. entrance on the day of the epiphany, and he spills those pita chips all over because he just busts in that barn, and, he, you know, yeah. he's like he's like skidding around and sliding, and pita chips are falling out of the basket. And some get in the major, then the donkey has to go over and start eating the pita chips. I mean, we try to put levity in it as well. I loved it. I was laughing my A off. Oh, I'm gratified to hear that, Quint, because I, I think that the story, you know, it's not recorded anywhere in the Bible that Jesus Christ ever smiled. Isn't that isn't that mm -hmm. something? But I know for a fact he, he loved life and he was fun. And so what I'm trying to do is get some of the Perfect. fun back in there. Well, yeah, there's takes, of course. There's obviously the scene of Jesus <laughs> and Knoxville where it's like, "Hi, I'm Jesus, and this is uh, uh, this is porta potty to heaven." And he that's right. <laughs> Jesus shoots Knoxville up, and then, you know we see all ages of Jesus. You do you do the baby, but you also say, "Cut to the future." Well, here's the thing: we we in in the Bible, there's the Jesus goes up to age thirteen. Then nothing. Then mm -hmm. all of a sudden he's 33. So I'm like, right. I, I think I got a pretty good idea of what happened in there. And I'm going to make it palatable to people, make it fun for people. And so I did put the jackass crew in Jesus's 20s. And um, we got everybody in there. We got we got Johnny. We got Preston. We got Steve-O. Pontius is in there. Um, we man. We man is in yep. there. That's right. Preston, Preston Lacey's in Preston, there. I said Lacey, Preston. Now, y'all got to pay attention. Cause, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not, you know. Well, you, I, you honestly, wanted, the part that I was most struck with in the whole story was Jesus the college years. Oh, I thought my that God. was so enlightening. I mean, where was he in that period? When Jesus talks to Van Wilder and says, <laughs> You will be the one you will be the rock upon which I will build my party. And then there's a big party. <laughs> <laughs> where everyone just Jesus is like who wants wine and he's just like he's just turning everything into wine like any liquid that's around there and then there's a there's a point where Van Wilder is he's going pee pee in a jar and Jesus turns it into wine well and there's what's interesting about reading your book is your pop culture knowledge base it's almost as if you were staying in an Airbnb that just had certain Blu-rays and DVDs left behind and so you yeah. just hits like whatever they left there well, now, it's funny that you mentioned that, Moish, because that is on the back cover. <laughs> in About the author, it says this is exactly what happened. As I was I, yeah, and there's a, there's a picture of the room you wrote it in yeah. and it's just two bunk beds it's just maximum people that's right it's two and i was the only one there and what i would do is i would sleep in a different bunk every night and that was the better part of a year <laughs> and when you say the better part I, it was 364 days and uh, okay. i remember one time just to mix it up i slept on the, i slept on the roof boards 
<laughs> Whoa, does that burn your wow. butt up, Butch? It, in the morning it does. Right. At night it's cool. Oh. At night it's cool and clean and right. comfortable. And then when that sun comes up before you know, it's like it's like a, a frog being boiled in the water. Like he doesn't realize until it's too late. And he'll right. just sit in the water as it's getting hotter. I was up on the roof board. So I was getting hotter, hotter, hotter. I didn't realize it. <laughs> So you wanted to kind of explore Jesus's adolescence years, and and you broke down the word adolescent. Adolescence, okay. Right. Ad that means put some more on. <laughs> right. Oh, uh oh, here we go. Let's oh. take some away. Okay, so you're back to nothing. That's right. You just back to uh oh because of the uh oh you were so worried you took some. I thought I put too much, too much on. And then ants, uh, which is what you're doing is ants, 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 ants. You're going to the clubs. <laughs> right. That is adolescence, isn't it? Is you get older and that then you go, oh, I feel too old. I'm going to act young. Oh, I took some away. GD, that was so close to last. <laughs> oh, it was I, so oh, close to last. the flutter in my tummy. <laughs> and now, excuse uh, me using the North. Lord's initials in vain. I think that's. I think he lets <laughs> us you. do that. I think he lets he us does. do that. I think he lets think us he say does. Jiminy Crickets. I think he lets us say. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you have a big portion in your book where you you explain what you think Jesus will let us do. The I'll oh, allow it yeah. chapters. Yes, it's uh, it's based on uh, a box set of eight simple rules for dating my daughter, <laughs> and this is Jesus's. 14 things I will allow you to do that you think you're not allowed to do, but I say it's okay. Yes, I'm Jesus. <laughs> and, okay. and lying. You say you can lie in there? You can lie. On, on some occasions, you can lie if right. it's a lie to spare someone's feelings or if it's a lie to get out of trouble with law enforcement officials. <laughs> <laughs> so as long as it's to the right person, it's okay That's to That's exactly right. I mean, Jesus Which, was a, don't forget, Jesus was a human man. And practical. he was practical as he was. Jesus was so practical. He he was the first person to wear a fanny pack. A wallet. Jesus was like, a wallet's not going to wow. cut it. I, I need other things. I need to be able to, to, to access. He was a carpenter. He wanted to access nails. So he had wow. a fanny pack full of nails, all different sizes. <laughs> and I guess not this was pre-coins or currency, so it must have just been tools. Well, there were. I remember there were some coins uh, for, uh, they would put Caesar's portrait on them. And then somebody was like, should we use this for money? Because we're just carrying around these little circular portraits of Caesar. <laughs> it's weighing me down. I wish I could give, you know, I think. I to think, this point, it's like they're cute. It would almost what be. Are they yeah, they invented money by accident. They're like, if I give you this portrait of Caesar, will you please give me some bread? <laughs> <laughs> now, Tamson, <clears throat> one of the, one of the things that Tamsin. I think. Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> one of the things that I found fascinating uh, about your book <clears throat> again is that that a lot of people they they know the story of 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 Mary and Joseph showing up in Bethlehem oh, trying to get a room at the inn but it being but but it being full Yawn. But, but they the part of the story <laughs> that I find most interesting is that they they checked around and and your book sort of goes into what else was going on in Bethlehem at That's the right. time that made it so that they couldn't find a place to sleep and they ended up in what you call a barn. 
Y'all, the Holy Family could not have picked a worse time to flee having their firstborn killed because they showed up in Bethlehem and there was so many conventions going on um, that they they were going from end to end and in every end were like, you know, there's like a million conventions going on right now. Like they got condescended to left and right, y'all. And um, let's mm-hmm. see what was going on there. There. Well, I know the, in the there the, inter, an interesting one I thought was a there was a flat Earth convention going on. You, you say which which at the time doesn't actually seem that crazy. I bet everybody was a flat Earther at that. point. Oh no, people didn't. Here's the thing: people didn't even have a concept of the Earth, right? So much <laughs> less a flat Earth. So they just thought true. They just thought it was like, just a people, Earth convention. People were afraid to move like a hundred feet because they thought they would fall. <laughs> Space. Yeah, your book. Everybody your book, had terrible visions. <laughs> for your whole book, people are tiptoeing. They're looking around corners. Oh yeah, it's like where's real- this end? <laughs> people would be scared to turn a corner. They thought, well, just gonna be the inky blackness of outer space, maybe. And it's like, oh no, it's my bedroom. <laughs> it's, people, this is before a lot of people had object permanence. That is something that we developed over time as a species. And that wasn't until till what? Maybe like the 1900 1950s. We, <laughs> yeah. we uh, humanity did not have object permanence until the 1950s, the Eisenhower era. Well, yeah. Lest we forget, wow. four score and seven years ago, who are all of you in front of me right now? Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was like playing peekaboo every day with everyone you ever saw. An object. And, and I mean, and, and, and we all know that. That's right. Don't forget <laughs> that object permanence is not just about people; it's also no. about things. So people yeah. would people would wake up in biblical days. They go out into their kitchen like, "Oh, it's still here. This looks familiar." And then they see a bowl on the table and be like, "What? <laughs> Did I just do this right now?" And that, and a lot of people don't know that uh, there's a detail that that is a little known fact because of this sort of uh, this this sort of psychological sort of quirk. Uh, the wise men who came and visited Jesus for his birth actually came and left fifteen different times and were just as shocked all fifteen. Times. Oh yeah, they would. The the wise men showed up, and you know, wise is it's ironic. It's they were dumb. That that's the right. thing that that I that I don't know why that has not. Everyone in, in theological studies knows this. Like those guys were absolute tools and they did not. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, they weren't even trying. They were trying to. They weren't trying to follow the star. They're trying to walk to the star. That's how dumb right. so they wanted to were. visit the star. Yeah. yeah. They're like, hey, it's dark. Hey, there's some light. Why don't we go up there? And they're like, <laughs> are we getting any closer? They were stupid. It's mo- exactly. So they- and then they tried to walk into the barn and they were just knocked off of their camels by the the top of the door. That's right. They, they tried to they tried to ride those camels into the manger. Can you imagine being so dumb? That was also the inspiration for the John Knoxville part. Um, is that they were going at a full clip too? Like those camels were hauling ass. If you'll pardon the expression, Jesus says we can say ass because it's in the Bible. He says, yeah. yeah. They were hauling donkey. That's what I say when there's kids around. That's hauling right. Donkey. That's right. <laughs> well, you're also, I mean, we are doing the, you know, the birth of Jesus. You are 
uh, somewhat of a you have your doctorate in immaculate conceptions right yes, I do so you're a doctor of immaculate <laughs> conceptions throughout history which is very yes. interesting to me because i you know i didn't know that they they happened regularly i thought it was kind of a one-time thing and that's why the bible was so they, important. i mean i would not say regularly i would say they do happen more than you think but it's it's just been it's been a few over the span of 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 human civilization. It hardly ever happens, mm. but it does well, happen. And Jesus well, is not was the only Jesus, one. Yeah, the other ones was we he know the first of, one? So Jesus was the first immaculate. Jesus conception was the though, right? first immaculate conception that we know of. <laughs> um, <laughs> Of course, much later you got Jose Canseco. Jose, well, that's my, that, you're getting out of order. You're getting sorry, out of order. Sorry. That's that's where I go because I'm a I'm a fan. The fir- the <laughs> second immaculate conception was Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Now Amadeus Ama means love. love. Deus means god so that's love of god and that is i've fallen all the way you have into hit the latin, latin. Yeah. you're in latin eventually. i've latin. struck latin it's a geyser <laughs> vinnie vinnie v oh no you did it <laughs> quentin you're bad i guarantee you all, i'm bad that is the first time in all of history that those two phrases were said one after the other. Vinny Vinny Dici right into an oh no you did. <laughs> you would be surprised because that was the immediate response to Julius Caesar. Really? Yes. <laughs> that was, I believe he conquered the Gauls. And one of the Gauls said, Oh no, you did it. <laughs> And then he was being so, gone. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so, yeah, Man, the second one, you, uh, Mozart, incredible. was the second immaculate conception. Um, and, of course, he's a genius. Like, all these, these are all special people, people that are immaculately yep. conceived. Because this is God saying, I got to cut out the middleman. I'm not going to wait around for you to find some <laughs> husband. I'm going to put my seed in you uh, through a magical bird. Uh, and so it's oh, always so a bird through brought. history. Okay, I I I have two questions. <laughs> what, Moish, what was your question? It, hi, yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you go. Your name hi, is hi, hi, Moisha Epstein, Christians for Jesus. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering. It's, it's so it's always a bird that that God chooses for the conception. It's the, it's the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove, and uh, uh, you've seen this depiction many times. And what God does is he ta- he puts the Holy Spirit into the form of a regular old dirty dove, and then he co- he covers it with his holy seed, and then he he gets he says, okay, get in there, and then it's up to the bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the immaculate part. That's the immaculate part. Yeah. The bird does have to charm yeah. the lady, and then um, <laughs> so and he's then, not cutting out the middleman at all. He's making it much harder because the bird's yeah, he's making the middleman a bird. Well, now you know, but come on, God can't show his true face or true whatever to a human <laughs> person. What he's got to do is make it a beautiful, dirty dove and put his seed on it, and then get the dove. If you, yeah, what woman is not going to be charmed? by a talking dove 
Right. You and cannot it's a, make uh, someone love you, but absolutely you can fall in love with a dozen. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly right, Lindsay. And that is what has happened every Immaculate Conception. I think the next Immaculate Conception was General Ulysses S. Grant, and that is why it's on the $50 bill. Then, uh, then it was a long time. Then Jose Canseco, he was the oh, next wow. one. Yeah. And, wow. Wow. Um, that's one of the few that's gone just real sour, like in later, <laughs> later life. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I think everyone's here to give what they have to give. Well, you yes. know, and he hit some home runs, and he's got a beautiful daughter that he just tweeted about that he calls Her name Poop. Is Poop. Yeah. <laughs> Her name is Poop. I, did he also shoot his own finger off a few years ago? I believe so. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. What? Yeah, the it's thing, almost like you the Immaculate finished. Conceptions are getting multiplicityed. Well, like each new one is a little bit dumber. Well, they're they're living too long is the problem. They're not uh, they're not supposed mm, to live mm. that long. Jesus died young. Right. Uh, Mozart, thirty three year expiration. Mozart date. died young. Yeah, and then, and it's harder yeah. the the more information we get about doves, it's harder to let one of them uh, get seed near you. It gets harder and harder. <laughs> and the thing is, God can do all things, and so right. He can. Um, uh, you know, he can make it so that a dove is somewhat attractive, but I think our, our perception of doves <laughs> has changed over the years. Right. And this is not me trying to tell God that he's got to update his thing, but it couldn't hurt. Right. And you finished the book by, uh, defining immaculate, right? That's right. Ima because it's sort of like you, you get, I lull you into the idea that I'm not going to define it at all because, uh, <laughs> it comes up so many times in the book. And then by the end, it's like the very last page on its own page is the definition wow. of immaculate, like a nice coda right. and, um, immaculate M I'm Mac. <laughs> I'm Mac. <laughs> you, you listen to me. You, right. I'm Mac. You late. <laughs> Too late. You missed the definition. <laughs> and which wow. is another tease, another tease on the whole thing. That's right. That's right. And it encourages people to go look wow. it up, which is which is really that's that's <laughs> what I want to do as as an educator. Um, if I am to be one, if I am to be called into their service to do so, I want people to help themselves. You know, it doesn't say in the Bible uh that god helps those who help themselves but it seems like a thing that should be in the bible oh uh, where did that come mm -hmm. from is that just something somebody said once and oh it was somebody who it? didn't want to help somebody else oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's it doesn't that was... make any sense if you break it down why would god help you if you're already helping yourself yeah, that was just a preacher right. that needed a ride. So uh, needed someone to uh, give someone a ride to the airport like fifty years ago, and they're like, right. "That's right." You know what? If you drove yourself to the airport, God would help you. What? <laughs> what? I mean, speaking of that, I mean, how about your other book where where it was missed pieces in the Bible? I love all your suggestions of things that God should have put in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, right. I, man, I took a lot of heat for that one because people were like, who are you to second guess almighty God? And I was like, if right. he has a problem with it, he can tell me himself. And so far, you, radio silence. Radio silence. But I love your third Corinthians. Why stop There's, it too? So in the third Rule Corinthians, the Corinthians come back and say, we didn't write those things. Who's, who's, been, <laughs> who's been pretending to be us? And it's a real switcheroo because you're like, I could have sworn the Corinthians said this stuff. And, um, and then they go, they find St. Paul, and they just beat the hell out of him. <laughs> it's like a John Wick. 
<laughs> right, because St. Paul stole the Corinthians pet rabbit. Yes, that's right. He, he writes these letters to the Corinthians wherein he says, and it's in the Bible, wherein he says, I don't know what happened to that rabbit. Did you maybe leave the hutch open? And we never get the Corinthians replies to St. Paul. It's just him. It's all one-sided correspondence where he's like, yeah, I mean, maybe he'll come back. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, he's, maybe he's out on an adventure. And then in, in, my, in my book of the Corinthians, the third Corinthians, that's where the Corinthians are like, we know what you did, you Glenn Close son of a gun. We're going we're gonna <laughs> to boil you and see how you like it. Now, that's where I take a little Tarantino-like historical <laughs> license, and I posit that St. Paul did not die the way he dies in the Bible, but that the Corinthians boiled him alive. <laughs> <laughs> And a bit of, I, I guess this would be Quentin Tarantino also, where the Corinthians had seen Fatal Attraction. Yes, exactly. And are they, aware of that storyline. It, open, it opens with the Corinthians watching Fatal Attraction and like a light bulb goes off. They're like, I know what happened to that bunny. We got to go get that Paul. I And there's I a say, lot of washing of, uh, excuse my language, but whore's feet. Quentin, yes. Quentin loves this part of the Bible. <laughs> this part of the Bible has clearly imprinted on Quentin at a young age. Well, you know, this is before I bring it up constantly. <laughs> sure, this is before electricity was invented. There was no red light district. So in order to know if someone was a whore, you would look at the feet. And if they didn't have sandals, it's like, oh, they're ready. They're ready to get in bed because they don't have right. sandals on. And so consequently, their feet were filthy, which was that was tough for foot fetishists at the time because they love foot, <laughs> biblical foot fetishists love a clean foot because it's so it was so hard hard to keep your foot clean back in those days everything was sand simply everything right. and everyone's feet were just oh just disgusting and so washing a foot <laughs> was a big deal that was a real sign of respect and especially if you dried the foot with your hair that was like you saying i'm not even going to get a towel i'm going to use my hair and i'm going to dry your feet which is by the way a very ineffective drying tool well, and very commonplace these days. Very special back then. But no, now, everybody has hair now, sure. Who did? Is that what you mean? Well, so, Tamsin, <laughs> I, you do this every time we see you. Uh, you every unveil, single time. <laughs> every time you unveil your latest portrait of Jesus. That's right. Based on uh, uh, what you know about him and how he actually looked. Right. And it changes with the more knowledge you get. So, you, of course, have got a big... Uh, a painting there that's wrapped in Christmas newspaper. <laughs> Behind me, you can see a, a huge painting wrapped in Christmas newspaper. And of course, we know it's Christmas newspaper because it's got hottest gifts for this season on the front page. That's right. And you can and see the date. date. It says is, December 25th. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to say to the printers of that article, a little late for the present suggestions. <laughs> a lot of people do buy last minute gifts. Look, well, the wise men. I mean, they do. They those do morons. Have that one, they have that. <laughs> they showed up seven days late. They do have that stepdad running really quickly on the cover right there. That's, that's right. That's right. Nation stepdads in uproar. <laughs> I remember when that happened. <laughs> yeah, this is Stampede. <laughs> well, uh, you, I would love to see your newest portrait of Jesus. Obviously, 
uh, a few, I would say the past few years you've been in your, um, let's just say buff Jesus phase. And so I'm <laughs> curious now where, where you are with that, what uh, your interpretation of Jesus has moved towards. All right. Now, as you, as you have seen in countless depictions of, of historical Jesus, he is very, especially when he's on the cross. I mean, he is just in great shape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think he had a good diet, a lot of fish, and um, he just looks terrific. Um, and you feel, yeah, I think I think part of that is to make you feel bad for him when he's on the cross, like, oh, that's too bad. He's such a handsome guy, and why'd they have right. to do him like that? Um, because mm. if if he was kind of ugly, <laughs> if he was kind of ugly, don't care if he died. I don't think it would have caught on. Frankly, I don't, I don't think no. I don't think there would be a Christianity if Jesus was homely. Um, and had like a dad bod. I don't think we'd have Christianity today. So no. yeah. So I have been working. So I beg your pardon. Look at Buddha. Look at Buddha. <laughs> Didn't work. Didn't work. Nobody follows. <laughs> Didn't him. work. Patrick Duffy, <laughs> Tina Turner. That's it. And so, <laughs> although Moisha, you do have that uh, that sculpture of Buddha getting crucified. <laughs> I do, and it's a little funny because the cross is like really struggling to hold him up. You can see it's weighed down by his big uh, little body, and a lot of people come into my house and they spit on it, and they it's really bothered <laughs> they spit by on it. Yeah, they're really bothered by it. I now, don't. Know, I like challenging religious art. Before I uh, unveil my latest Jesus portrait, I would like to show you the statue of ripped Buddha that I created. Um, look at this little <laughs> sculpture, and he is. Look at this. Whoa! Guy. Yeah. Wow. wow. Talk about turning something on its head. This is a Buddha Vains. who is yoked and swole, and this guy <laughs> is ready to find enlightenment. Not just ripped, and he's dead. Let's just say you did him a favor in the hair department. Is that a perm? He's got a beautiful <laughs> perm. Beautiful I love curly the locks. Yeah, he looks like big. He looks like a hot, sexy merchant marine, <laughs> yeah. and he's surrounded he's, by dumbbells. Yeah, look, he's got a yeah. Earring. He's holding a whole. He's holding a whole gallon of water. He's holding a, a, a whole gallon. <laughs> he can't have one of these little sports bottles. He's got to have a whole gallon of water. Initially, he was holding like a water cooler bottle, and I was like, well. You don't really see that in life. Oh, that's, that's that's a little too far. Yeah. A little too also, big. too hard to sculpt. Hard. <laughs> and, that's a hard shape. And he's the hard a cylinder. Cylinder is the hardest shape. <laughs> and it's a cylinder, but it's got that With little handle. handle. Exactly. That's hard. Yeah, and then he's kind of looking at his as, at his bicep muscles, and you sculpted a little dialogue box that says "Rub this." <laughs> yes, I sculpted a little dialogue box. That's the hardest thing was to to make it appear as if it's floating in the air. And there, you, here I'll turn it around. You see, it's a wow. very thin strand of clay that uh, uh, is, is oh, wow. propping into making it stick wow. out like that. Wow, you are a man of multiple talents. Well, I just love the Lord, Amadeus. So. <laughs> Well, we appreciate the education today. I mean, this was yeah. fantastic info from a theologian. I just I mean, we really wait. Are really you are you playing it. me off? You don't want to see the portrait? <laughs> <laughs> the portrait's no, still just, wrapped. Well, we just know last it. time you were on, there was some controversy about your portrait, and I think Lindsay was trying to get out of here before I you unveiled it. I just don't want to get in trouble again with you know uproar from the congregation. Right, they but want I, a certain thing. I'm tired of apologizing every time 
Tamsin comes on. People, I don't want I don't want y'all to have to do that. I don't want to cause trouble, but I do uh, well, want people to see what what right. historical Jesus looked like. And how about first this? people got how about okay, this? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just going to say, let's put this disclaimer in here. We're going to put this disclaimer in there. I've seen it on a bunch of TV shows and radio programs recently. The portrait you are about to see or, or hear a description of. Y'all sound like There's a damn right dove in here. Yeah. Dirty dog. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's a dove in here. Dirty dirty dove. Dove. Hey, dove in here covered in good. semen. Hey, ladies. <laughs> that dove is covered in seed. <laughs> Damn! Don't get in the way of that. Look at that boy. Get some of God's seed. Get it. <laughs> Trap it. No, no, we mustn't do that. We mustn't do that. God will be very angry. I'm assuming. But Tamson, what if we got God's seed and we had God's baby? We would be rich. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I got dollar signs in my eyes now. <laughs> Oh, I sorry. I that's my greed is my struggle. <laughs> sorry. That's all right. I think we all lost I, our heads. I was there just for going a to Let's say go with before, the, disclaimer, Butch, before the dove came in, I was just going to say one of those classic things: the the, de the depiction of Christ we're about to witness, portrayed by Tamson. <laughs> Uh, does not represent the views and opinions of the preacher's lounge. They are they are his depiction and his depiction alone, uh, and, and no, uh, we we assume no responsibility uh, for emotional distress caused by the images you are about to uh, see and hear. And also, don't how about that? Send us any tapes or images like you're about to see. We will not open no. them. We will return them right away. That's right. It's yeah, we're professionals. It's we're trained foolish. professionals. Don't don't try this at home. Now, with that buildup, would you like to uh, show to whoever stuck around and can stomach it your new portrait of Jesus? The few, the proud. Okay, now y'all remember how everyone got so mad when I showed black Jesus, and I said, <laughs> given the region and and the time in which Jesus lived, this is what he would look like. He looked like a black man, and everyone right. got so upset because they want Jesus to be white so bad, and of course he is, but. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> Historically, he would have been black. That's what makes Jesus so special is that he was a white, blonde-haired, blue-eyed white man in ancient Judea. So yeah. here's what people are not prepared for this time. Hey. Martian Jesus. Oh, oh it's That's Martian. Wow, that is horrendous. He is green and as the grass. Yeah, we're not talking one of those aliens like from the movie it is more cartoony than i was expecting <laughs> it's like, like if you've seen toy story and you know the aliens that live in the grab the claw grab machine but jacked <laughs> buff i was gonna buff. say they do look cartoony but they yeah. do look buff What's he that, hasn't missed a day at the gym so that's he, for sure. he's got three eyes as you can see he's got two little antennas um ant uh the like let me break that down ant a uh, bug uh 10 he's got 10 of them uh <laughs> hey look at that <laughs> okay and we are getting he's further got and further from latin i would say oh I'm, he's I, got a, i don't like that he's feeling got, in my tummy. <laughs> he's got a tramp stamp because you can he's facing he's got his back and then he's kind of looking, looking over, over his, his shoulder, shoulder at us like oh. and he's got a He's got a tramp stamp that says creatine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> With a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> 
because he just got to Earth, don't you see? And he doesn't know what creatine is. He heard, I see. He heard, I see. This is the first Earth word he's heard. Is someone looking at, looking at him and saying, creatine? Oh, and then how he got so buff. Exactly. Not where, how did this alien get here? No. <laughs> That's how buff he is. That's how buff he is. You, you miss at first glance that he's an alien. He is more buff right. than alien, I will say. Uh, oh, for yeah, sure. The first question would be like, what's your workout routine? And yes. then you would say, and what the hell, where are you from? Exactly. <laughs> right. And so Jesus did come from, lest we forget, heaven is another dimension. Jesus lest. came from <laughs> Jesus came from another dimension. And mm. maybe in that dimension, even though God made us in his image, um, mm. that doesn't mean to make Jesus in his image. Jesus is both God and man. So maybe yeah. he's like a, a mixture of the two, right? And Ain't so a, maybe mm. maybe God made us in the image that he wished he had because God could have low self-esteem. Who knows? He's mysterious. Uh, God, yes, I've always preached that God could have low self-esteem, you know, that You've because we are made in his this. image and sometimes we have low self-esteem. So if we do, wow. would God do. not? And that's of we course. We do what God not. And when I think about God and him being sad up there, Mm-hmm. Oh, it just about breaks my heart. It really does. And uh, it re- it makes you think again about the Immaculate Conception. And kind of my interpretation is, oh. I think God didn't think any woman would want him. Oh, mm. n- I had not even considered that angle. That's why the wow. dove is his go-between. <laughs> yeah, he's like... <laughs> Speaking I mean, of that, dove is still here. Oh, baby. I think uh, I, I'm getting it. <laughs> Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, Moisha, careful. You're getting a little close. Oh, well, I, mean, I don't know. Grab it, Moisha. Grab it. We're going to be rich. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Don't scare it away. I've worked with crazy birds a lot lately, so I think I can figure out how to communicate with this guy. I think he wants us to take him to the club. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I think the okay. dove like wants to like go out and find like a little hookup. Adolescent, am I right? <laughs> That's the last right. part, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, I see you I see uh you can see from the back the alien's bulge. That's a big <laughs> That I mean that's a bulge, right? From the back, he is turned. The he's legs. turned around, looking over his shoulder. Yet still, you can see his bulge. <laughs> even, <laughs> even you can kind of see it from from the side around the leg and from between it's the legs. Like, yeah, I know. Big. It's like when a baby, it's, you know, has big fat cheeks, and you look from behind, you can see the cheeks. It's adorable. That's how it is with Christ, Martian Christ bulge. <laughs> So you call People is that what this one's called? Uproar about this. I mean, is this one sort of called Martian Christ? This is, this that is what called you, Martian did Christ. Did you label it? My my yeah. favorite okay. Martian Christ. Awesome. My favorite Martian <laughs> Christ. And does that break down into syllables? <laughs> the full phrase, my favorite Martian Christ. <laughs> of course. What's the does. meaning and etymology? Of course. Well, my. That's my. That's just my because that's okay. a separate right. word. Right. Mar to to destroy to 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 uh uh uh, uh the deface okay right. shin a shin <laughs> so you're doing it right. on someone's shin right. you're kicking you uh, my kicking the shin okay mm-hmm. fuck he following 
Christ. That means Christ. So that is <laughs> my kick in the shin. Christ. Yes, that is that is when you're right. looking at this, it's like Christ is kicking you in the shin with right. his, with his. So this energy. is meant to be a it, yeah. This is meant to be like a challenging portrayal. It's, that thank yeah. you, Butch. It is meant to be a challenging portrayal. Look, y'all, yeah. we can't just just sit in our own perceptions unchanged forever. The the world moves forward, and we got to move forward too. And that's why I'm just trying yeah. to tell people that Jesus Christ was a Martian. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I would say wow. that I am, wow. even the disclaimer was not enough. Uh, I think people are going to be really pissed off about this. <laughs> I think well, they should going. look inward. They should, they should say, well, what are you yeah. mad at? Are you mad? Are you mad at Tamsin Popples? Are you mad at yourself? Cause you didn't think about this. Now they're probably jealous. They're and probably is- jealous. I love my haters. <laughs> <laughs> what, what Tamsin, do you want to? <laughs> Do you want to prom- you have some book signings coming up, right? Did you want to promote those? Yes, I'm doing a maskless book tour. We're going all <laughs> over the place. No masks allowed. They're going to be in very cramped places with the heat turned up all the way. So come on down. You will not be admitted with a mask. I'm going to be going all over this beautiful country of ours. I'm going to be getting on planes. I'm going to be traveling to other countries. I'm going to Italy. I- and you're doing you're sharing the tour with the p1 variant that's right it's me and the p1 variant co-headlining and um i i hope you'll all come out and and just disprove this hoax once and for all and get a book signed and i will personalize them but no dirty words Uh, that's uh, oh you gotta draw the line somewhere and i think we finally found it for you tamson is no dirty words in, in your book signature so if you want like Get fucked, Tamsin Popple, oh. or uh, Ed. Pardon my French. This is just an example. I didn't think you know? you'd like say right. it out loud. I thought we all knew what dirty words yeah, were. Moisha, damn. Moisha. Yeah, we're still oh, working damn. on our bleep technology. Did we get the bleep in on there? The dove. I don't think we got it. In. The doves got on a leather jacket and some some skinny jeans. Oh, this dove likes to party. <laughs> Damn. The du- oh, the dove is FaceTiming oh, with Julian Casablancas of the Strokes. <laughs> <laughs> we got to kick this dove out on the town. Yeah. Uh, Tamson, uh, we really appreciate you coming on the uh, the show and, and enlightening us on uh, these early days of uh, of Christ's life uh, post-birth and, and yes. well, frankly, the day of his birth. Uh Honestly, Quite these frankly, are all. This is all really bad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All those conventions made it so that's he couldn't be b- born in a in a real place, uh, and that's something that uh, that nobody probably knew before today. Yeah, I want to say thank you to y'all for having me and giving me this platform because I I agree. I think that I want today's Christians to learn one thing at a time, very sporadically. Yes, we agree with that. Uh, we salute that. <laughs> And as we have recently started ending every episode of the Preacher's Lounge <laughs> with a little salute. You have to salute. Amen. A, a salute a man. with, man. The, with a, a man. Okay. Can we do it again? Because I want to I do it at the same time. Amen. Oh, that shit. I punched fun. the dove. I punched the dove. Oh, oh no. You're the his seeds down. on you. Oh, the, the seeds on my hand. Oh, uh, Moisha, uh, put your hand in the plant. No, oh, Moisha, oh, 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 oh,
Damn, Moisha, what's it taste like? I taste like Jesus. Oh. You know what this means? You just set up another immaculate conception. Oh my gosh, did I just junior myself? This is glorious. <laughs> you you wholly juniored yourself. <laughs> oh I cannot wait for God. next episode. <laughs> Mass is out and the coffee's on. I got a couple sins on my chest that I got to get on. Grab me some grace. And pour me a cup of that joe Welcome to the